right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Watchers. My name is Tyler G. That is Tyler G. And I'm Clay. <laughs> we are The Watchers. This is a podcast where we break down Marvel shows and movies and uh, give our thoughts, opinions, and maybe even answer a couple of your questions. But before we get into it, per the usual, tell me, Gonzo, how was your day? Uh, uh. Overall, uh, decent day, but made a slight error. I'm sure you guys can see uh, it on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually I have, I've messed up shaving, uh, plain and simple. Um, usually I have a, uh, attachment on my shaver, but it wasn't there. So my, uh, um, I want to say my dumb a, uh, didn't look at it and I went to trim the, the good old mustache and GG'd. GG. So now I look 12 and uh, not happy about it. But here's the good news, Clay. I don't know if you know this. Hair grows back. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> Facial hair. Facial hair grows back. That is that is correct. Maybe I can donate a little bit to you. How's your day? I had a good day. Uh, a little bit longer than expected, but honestly, it's uh the the times have are are currently shifting. Um, yep. and for the people that I surround myself with, they know that fall is I mean it is an S tier season, like without a doubt. But, but uh, we are yeah. covering, um. Continuing on, continuing on with our Loki season, a Loki season one breakdown. We are currently on episode three, and yeah, good. We're gonna jump into Act Run. All right, synergy. Um, well, this episode starts off with Hunter C twenty and Sylvie getting some drinks together at a bar. During this interaction, Sylvie asks Hunter C twenty how many guards are defending the timekeepers. Hunter C-20 then gets slightly confused and looks around the area and tells Sylvie that she remembers the location but doesn't remember her. Sylvie then asks Hunter C-20 how long they have been friends and Hunter C-20 replies, forever. Then Sylvie asks her how to find the elevators to the timekeepers. Then there's a slight cut. We get to see Sylvie entering the TVA, trying to enchant a guard but quickly realizing that her magic doesn't work in the TVA. Sylvie starts punching and kicking and ends up getting a hold of a prune stick, I don't really know what else to call that, as a weapon as well. Once she arrives at the elevator, Loki ends up showing up right behind her, asking her if she truly is a Loki. Sylvie answers this by attacking him, but at the end of the day, she's still trying to make it to the elevator, so she's not really putting her full effort into it. During a heated fight scene between Sylvie and Loki, Ravana shows up to prune them both, but Loki's quick thinking allows him to grab the time, the tempad, sorry, and use it, use it to teleport elsewhere. That beautiful. Be, uh, I mean, that's, that's, beautiful. that's Act 1, man. Oh, okay, I've got two notes okay. for Act 1. The first one being that during the beginning portion of the scene with Sylvie and Hunter C20 at the bar, they're talking about brain freezes and 
this, that, and the other. And the entire time that they're talking, the background is also frozen. Yeah, so that's it's something like, I didn't notice. Yeah, it's like it's like she froze the memory in place to ask these questions. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a cool, like a small little nice touch, especially when mm-hmm. they're talking about brain freezes and everything behind them is like frozen. Yeah. I think that's neat. Yeah, uh, it's crazy because I've watched this show, I think, three times. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I still haven't even noticed it because I didn't even look at it. You just told me about it. Yeah. So I'm, I want to look back at it and look at the background. Yeah. I mean, it'll be up on the episode. I think, uh, yeah. Alex, this will be your first job. Yeah. Um, and then the second one that I have, the second, I guess, question and or just like where my mind wanders is we find out that to get to the timekeepers, there's an elevator that's accessible through the TVA to get to them. I'm curious to know why... Obviously, I know the ending of the show and the timekeepers aren't real, but why would they keep it so easily accessible to the normal guy? Like, why would they not be like off world or like, you know what I mean? Or like something along those lines. Um, yeah, well, kind of like you said, like, you know how the show is. So maybe it was just kind of uh, no pun intended, but it was kind of scripted that way. Oh, I like the way you said that. That was nice. Um, and, but I do kind of agree with you. Like you're really going to make the elevator to the timekeepers, a giant gold elevator. Yeah. That literally just screams come inside me. Time keep- yeah. Pause. Uh, okay. Enter. Okay. Me. Okay. Use me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you have any notes for act one? Um, <clears throat> Well, I was going to talk about the – well, I knew you were going to talk about the brain freeze. But um, I just like how um, we actually see uh, Hunter C-20, um, like the process of getting – was it enchanted? Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty cool and kind of like it's a kind of a callback to what you were, were um, asking last episode. And then I was like, oh, you know, remember she oh, yeah. went through her memories and all that stuff. Um, and I mean, I don't really have too much to say about this first act because there's really nothing. This whole episode is kind of. There's a lot of dialogue, but there's not a lot of things going on. Not a lot of stepping stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So nothing saying. like really that like uh, caught my eye to talk about. Yeah. Everything was kind of just flowing in place. Yeah. Straight to the so, point, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we just jump into Act 2 then? All right. <clears throat> Once through the por- portal, Sylvie tells Loki to not call her a Loki. Loki then grabs the Tempad and uses his magic to hide it from her, so they have to work together. Sylvie then realizes they are on La- Latimus 1, right? Lamentis. Lamentis 1, uh, during the year 2077. Uh, which happens to be the location of the worst apocalypse of all time. Huge L. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is just a... Huge L. Gotta be better, Loki. Gotta just be better. Gotta be better. Um, Sylvie expresses her anger to telling Loki that the plan that he interrupted was years in the making. She tells Loki uh, her plan is to destroy the TVA and the timekeepers and live happy, happily ever after. Uh, once arriving at the shack, they ask an old woman where everybody is. The old woman tells them that everybody is going to the Ark to evacuate 
people off the planet before the apocalypse happens. Once they arrive at the train to get to the Ark, Loki transforms himself to look like a guard so he and Sylvie can walk onto the train without tickets. Can I start this off, please? Oh, buddy. First question. You know, the the planets, what I think is great, the planets trying to evacuate people. I mean, mostly the rich. Yeah. Wouldn't it make sense if you see an entire planet coming towards you? Mm-hmm. Maybe leave a month earlier? Not literally at the, the what was it, the moment the planet's going to hit. Yeah. That where like you literally hours. are like running on seconds. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I did, um, what part I really liked about this, uh, this act was when they go to the old lady. And it's kind of funny because it shows... I would say, I would I would think Sylvie, because she doesn't have um, as much experience as Loki, mm-hmm. she kind of still is that immature Loki that we see in the Avengers. Yeah. She, so she she tries to start with violence, mm-hmm. um, and then this Loki I feel like is obviously more mature, so he's a little more smarter. Like like, like you said with the tempad, mm-hmm. trying to find a way out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really funny that he tried to change into the woman's husband. Yeah. Just poorly executed once again, huge L. But yeah. great, great opportunity. I mean, it was mm. he did the best with what he had there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And I do agree with you on that aspect. I think uh I think it also shows like uh like how they have like dealt with their issues, like personally. Like Sylvie is always like as at least since the plan started, we can assume she's been on yeah. the offensive where she's mm-hmm. just been like, you know, attacking and, you know, taking out all these Minutemen, stealing, stuff like that versus Loki is more of a uh, deception. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, we can even talk about in a, in the Thor movies when he like, he think like someone thinks that he's over here, but in reality he's behind them to stab him in the back or yeah. um, he even talks like goes into Captain America during, I believe it's what Ragnarok. Um, or is that, yeah. is that the dark world? The, the, that's, yeah. No, that's dark world. Yeah. That's dark world. Yeah, that is dark world when he's, uh, being, <laughs> when he's in chains or whatever and they're about to escape. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, so yeah, I just feel like it also shows like the way that they've handled their situations. 100%. Also, I don't want to say Sylvie's immature. I'm going to take that back. Actually. I think she just different because she was a little kid when she got taken by the TVA and all she'd known has been fighting yeah. her way life mm-hmm. so that's understandable actually now now that i think about it yeah um and then one more thing those guard suits not it huge I- yikes yeah especially on uh loki yeah. not a good look yeah and that's not saying something because tom hiddleston can pull off almost anything yeah, he's not a onesie turtleneck blue suit <laughs> what 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 kind of helmet is that? I actually met. I liked the helmet more than I liked like the really. Fit. Yeah, I think the helmet was kind of. I cool. like it down. Oh yeah, I like it down. With it I up, like it, it looks up. like a um, like a. He looks uh, like a goober. He looks like a like a cross country bicyclist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, for me, I uh, I have two things, so I'm gonna start 
with a little bit of Marvel trivia. Okay. So uh, if you guys want to play along here at home, uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask the question. If you guys want to pause the video, debate it, maybe throw your uh, answer down in the comments. No cheating. Don't wait for the answer and then comment, though. Let's be real. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and answer, ask the question. Gonzo, are you ready? Um, Lamentus is actually the homeworld of who? Uh, um, am I allowed to get a hint? Um, it's a woman. It's a female. I, don't, I have zero clue. You just want to throw a Hail Mary out there? uh agatha great guess because she because she's you know she has purple powers is purple planet yeah i, I can see know. a correlation mantis really yep mantis that's mantis's home world is lamentis and lamentis one is the moon that they're on currently huh um that's thought, crazy. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool um and also with us Cardi covering guardians of the galaxy i was like wow that kind of fits really well um, if That's you guys wild. haven't watched yeah. our Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy breakdown, you guys should totally check it out. We uh, we kind of go back and forth between the two. Like we talk about our Loki series in there and we talk about the Guardians yeah. here. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, and outside of that, the only other thing that I really enjoyed from this act was um, when um, Sylvie gets mad, I guess. Actually, that would be act three, wouldn't it? That's act three. Yeah. I, I was going to... Talk, yeah, oh, I, was, okay. I had a note about that too. Well, then never mind. I'll save it for Act Three. Beautiful. Um, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much my only note for uh, Act Two. Outside of also, <laughs> yes, I agree with you. Guard uniforms, unbelievably ugly. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. They do work. I do like. Um, they work very well together. Um, just because she has different powers, he has different mm -hmm. powers. Yeah, they complement um, each other very well. Yeah, yeah. Is that the only thing? I'm trying to think. Is that the only thing she can do? Because we don't really see her. Um, what is that called? Uh, like how Loki changes into another person, like Captain America and Thor, mm -hmm. Dark World. Mm -hmm. What is that called? Uh, it's like a. It's not image per, uh, projecting, isn't it? Like a. a yeah, he said illusion. Illusion projection something, something. Oh, yeah. yeah i've never i don't think i've seen her oh wait i'm tripping never mind okay it happened in an episode too she did it like four times gotta watch just gotta be better I mean, sort of she like put herself into the bodies versus yeah Captain that, Marvel, yeah Captain actually you know loki I'm, just like transforms yeah you, that is right she but, so she uses her enchantment for that that type of stuff okay so uh, i've only seen her use her enchantment power yeah, I imagine she has some other ones, and I'm, I'm sure that'll explore yeah. a little bit more into season two. But I'm sure we're also forgetting some in this one as well. So mm -hmm. we'll have to wait and find out for the next episode. Uh, on to Act 3? Yes. Once mm -hmm. they get onto a train, Sylvie compliments Loki's magic. Loki ends up telling her that it was his mother who taught him what he knows. Sylvie asks Loki what she was like, and then Loki ends up telling Sylvie about Frigga and how great she was. But he leaves out a pretty key detail which is the fact that he is definitely partial to blame for her death 
Sylvie tells Loki that she knew that she was adopted, which confuses Loki since he didn't know for a very long time. Loki asks her about her powers and she tells him that she's self-taught. She kind of did the whole thing by herself. After a quick little power nap, Sylvie wakes up to Loki singing and is no longer in the guard uniform. Someone on the train cart snitches. Hmm. It's crazy. They get stitches. But anyway, someone on the train cart gets snitches on Loki and the guards show up to arrest him, but a fight scene ensues. After a minute, Loki is thrown out of the train and Sylvie jumps out after him since Loki still has the tempad. Loki reveals that the tempad is broken since he took quite a tumble and Sylvie is furious. After Sylvie cools off, Loki approaches her with an idea of hijacking the Ark and making a leave earlier so they can get off the planet. During the walk to the Ark, Loki ends up bringing up the enchantments again, wanting to know more about them, and after some prying, Sylvie finally opens up about the power and how she uses it. Sylvie tells Loki that Hunter C-20 was a normal person before the TVA, which confuses Loki, so he asks her again, and that's when she tells Loki that everyone in the TVA are variants. She finally arrives. They finally arrive at the Ark, and look up at it, and that is pretty much where the episode ends. Um, the, also, the Ark explodes, so they're stranded on the planet. Yeah. Just yeah. wanted to throw that out there. Correct. If you guys, be, I mean, I'm sure everybody's watched it, but hey. Just in case. That's what we're just here for. Just in case. Yeah. Um, I got quite a few notes. I do too. Wonderful. I, I, I do as well. Um, well, the first one I have is that um, I love seeing the the things that they share in common versus the things that are different in their lives, like between growing up and like their powers and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that I know it's explored here and I do believe it's explored again in this season, but I would love to see it explored even further. Um, and just like them literally comparing their lives, um, mm-hmm. just like, oh, did Odin do this when you were younger or did Laufey do this or did you know, blah, blah, blah. Because obviously she, from what you can interpret from this this episode is that she doesn't know Frigga. She didn't know Frigga. So yeah, like, she said it's like only like a, only a, like a dream yeah, it's in like, a way. Yeah, it's like a super distant memory. So I think that'd be something that'd be pretty cool for them to explore a little bit more just to see their differences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, real quick. Um, the song that was singing, uh, the song that Loki was singing Fire. in the train cart. Banger. Banger. Absolute banger. Do you want to know yeah. something pretty cool about that song? Let me hear it. That's the first time we hear the Asgardian language. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back to... That's what the wiki said. So, like, that's what I'm going like... with. And also, yeah, the language... Might be right. Is I mean I'm not. It's the wiki, I mean, but I appreciate I mean, yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. And that the language is actually based off of the Norwegian language. Interesting. So th- I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I, I mean I dude the way that the way that Loki tells her he's like shh, and then he goes yeah, yeah. on his little solo, just a banger. Inspired. Loved Inspired. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one being that um after seeing Hunter C twenty at the bar and then finding out that the all the rest of the TVA agents are in fact variants. I'm excited to see the other TVA people, the other agents, uh, in their previous lives and seeing what they were doing because they yeah. have no recollection of them. 
So it's like they've pretty much completely like changed their personalities to fit into the TVA. So I'm excited to see like what they were before. Yeah, all that I think happened. we're gonna explore that a lot more in uh, season two. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Oh, did you want to talk about Sylvie's uh, when she gets mad? Were you gonna talk about that? Um, it seemed like you had a point to it, so I'll just add on to it. Oh no, I was just. I I think I just I just wrote Sylvie temper tantrum. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the only I I just I enjoyed that part when um Loki reveals the temp pads broken. She gets like yeah. upset, and her hands sort of glow, and then it's almost like a shock wave, a small shock wave, like comes off her body, and it, but it's powerful enough to split a rock in half. And I think that one, I think it shows her power, um, and like what she's like still holding in like she it's almost like she's still pulling her punches similar to like what spider-man has to do um because you know spider-man will just like punch through you yeah yeah whatever um but it seems like she, she's almost like holding back um and that was just like a a brief uh peek seat into what um else she has I yeah know, i thought i just thought that scene was dope i i, I honestly i thought it was cringe i'm not gonna lie interesting just the way just the way like she like she's like like the you know it's like a little kid if she would have just like i don't know like got a rock you know like like that and screamed i think it would have been a little better or like fight loki i thought that would, again i think that would have been cool but i don't know the that that's pretty much all i was gonna say about that different strokes for different folks my friends yeah um so this act, uh, they get to know each other a little bit. Um, just, I just find it, for me, outside looking in, I just find it weird that they like kind of have some sort of like sexual chemistry because they're both the same person. Just the difference is that they're male and female. Um, I found that just a tad bit like I was like when I loved when Loki was singing, but he was like staring at her. Yeah, he dedicated the song to her. And I was just like a little like it's just weird to me. It's like incest. I don't want to, okay. you know, I mean, so we had this conversation off air, but on air, my rebuttal to that was that Loki is still very full of himself and yeah. still very like I am the man. So, like, it makes sense for him to almost want to have a relationship with himself, if that makes sense. Um, no, I – yeah, so I get that, your that, point. That's where I'm at, personally. Yeah, I understand where you're um, – I get your point. Just outside – like I said, what you said to me, actually, outside looking in yeah. just looks a little odd. But I'm fine with it now. I'm that's grown um, accustomed to it. Yeah. So – just gonna have to deal with it. Two Loki's dating, you know. But <laughs> whatever works. This is a fantasy. Absolutely land. is. So, whatever works. Uh Oh. When. You know, like how we see Loki. I don't. What I don't know what kind of power that is. But when he's able to like. Like when he got the uh, the little vacuum thing in episode two. Yeah. Like a summoning the, ability, so whatever. I, I, it's at the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. Or when the build mm, is that maybe 
um, when he like the building's coming over, mm-hmm. and he's able to push it stop back. it and yeah. put it back, push it back. I would have really liked to see that um, in Avengers because yeah. he was like the main villain. Um, I feel like that's the type of movie where you could explore Loki's powers more because we we saw him. I think two times before Avengers even came out, right? Yeah, two times before Avengers mm-hmm. even came out. Um, I thought that would have been pretty cool. I felt like it would have been fitting. Um, but I'm, but then again, I'm also really excited that we are seeing mm-hmm. all these type of uh, all like his uh, different type of powers he has, and then probably in the future he might be able. Oh no, we do see this. Yeah. Later on in the show, we see him enchanting, which was really cool. Yep. I think uh, for that aspect, I think the, I feel like when we saw him during like the Infinity Saga, or not the, yeah, I guess sort of the Infinity Saga, but specifically being the villain in Avengers, it seemed like uh, the focus is more towards him wanting to rule Earth by using the Tesseract. So he wasn't really using much of his powers. Like, I can't really think of many instances where he uses his powers. It's more a scepter or just fighting. Um, Like occasionally he does, of course. But yeah, um, it just felt like that was more of the focal point was using the scepter and using the tesseract than it was anything else. So it does make sense for them not to explore all of his abilities at that time. Um, oh. and my last point could be controversial. Got to say it. I just feel like I have to say it. But um, Loki coming out as bisexual, um, that's completely fine, and. You and I kind of had this talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, this one, like him coming out, I feel like it was it was organic. Like it came out, like it, that was uh, the right amount of um, what am I? It like it wasn't forced. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't put like right in front of your face. You know, mm-hmm. um, something I can kind of like relate to something being put in your face is. Uh, Endgame when um, all the women get together just that just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. there's a huge battle scene mm-hmm. and then suddenly you know all of them come together <laughs> gotta watch you know yeah uh, I just feel like I, I, I don't have any problem with that at all I just want to stay if Marvel does that it's totally fine I just don't like it being just like shoved in your face because it kind of like it kind of brings you back to the real world. Mm-hmm. Like just let him, if he wants to be bisexual, let him be bisexual. If he wants to be something else, he wants to be something else. Yeah. That's fine. But just, you know, I just had to say that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the conversation we had off air was, I mean, I mean, it was that but, on but your end. Basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then my whole thing was that it was like, you know, one, he is hundreds, if not th- or thousands of years old. So like, yeah. What if he's just bored with like the mundane, normal, like relationship? So he does yeah. want to spice it up. Or, I mean, the other thing is that like, it's hard to find a partner that will last like longevity wise, like your lifespan. So True. maybe like that. Or also, I mean, like you said, I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't care either. I'm. Yeah. I'm an ally. I'm here for. Yeah. It. But mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I and that was another thing is that it did feel natural uh, when it when it did happen yeah. because Sylvie was like. Or actually, Loki asked Sylvie, like, do you have any 
boyfriends, um, mm-hmm. you know, on the other side. And she ended up asking him, like, well, you're a prince. Do you have any uh, soon-to-be princesses uh, in your future or princes? And mm-hmm. it almost felt like a, like a little bit of a jab, but it was like a lighthearted jab. And yeah. it was like, eh, a bit of both. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, hey. It's fine with me. He's a man's man and he's a lady's man. Good for him. Yeah. It flowed well. Yeah. And honestly, if I swang well. that way, I'd shoot my shot. Honestly, I, mean, I do be just DMing some celebs, just some crazy stuff sometimes. Um, But I did have a... um, I did have... Uh, you're a funny man. I appreciate You are that. a funny man. Thanks, man. Um, I did have a question about our previous topic about uh, Loki's powers. And this okay. goes for pretty much anybody that has this, like, powers, not necessarily, like, Tony or Cap, but, like, something like a Vision, a Thor, a Loki, people, like, that have, like, full powers so they're able to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think that they just, like, forget that they have one? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, right? Like, I forget I have a tattoo every once in a while, or I have many, yeah. but I forget that I where certain ones are. Like, I'll take mm-hmm. a shower, and I'm like, oh, forgot I have my chest done. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those look sick. Yeah, they. But, I feel like I definitely can agree. They definitely forget about some of them. They have to, right? Um, and we preface this, but, whole, this whole thing off with saying we are not comic book fans. Like, we don't know much of anything. I like comic books. I, like comic books. I, I read Did a couple it. of them. Um, I just, just nowadays, they're just not, um, I wouldn't say popular. They're just not really as va- uh, uh, available as they were back in the day and also so we just don't really get me, that access to them i mean i'm just not a big reader in general so like why yeah. read it when i can just see a movie about it <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm an audible guy yeah i think that's what it's called mm-hmm. the audio yeah. one i like those type yeah. i can't i can't read obvious clearly you did great um, today yeah i have a i'm a little dyslexic so it's just really hard i have to like slow down when i read so you guys just gotta bear with me i'm gonna try hopefully improve over these episodes but yeah anyway um got anything you want to say to the people actually before we send them off um i know it's the middle of the week not for them um it could be good it could be rough but you just got to keep going and expect the unexpected and just take it a day at a time. Don't worry about three months in advance, you know, whatever you're doing, work, homework, uh, moving, you know, take it a day, a day at a time, see what you can do during that day and, you know, knock it out. I love it. Yeah. Off the top of the dome right there. It's probably not the greatest, but you know. Peace. This has been The Watchers. Peace. And buck grease.